this. Uh, thank you. I hope our day uh, has been good. So let's just start straight up. Um, who is leading us in opening prayers? Umi, can you lead us in opening prayers? Is Umi there? Okay. Yeah, I'm here, sir. Good okay. Good evening. Yes. Good evening. Just name. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you. We thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for the grace and opportunity you have given unto us to be here this evening. That if you see me, your name glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We are going into your word that we pray that you make us the doer and not just the hearer of your words in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We pray that you speak to us individually in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Okay, praise God. Hallelujah. So, um, we're supposed to do Esther and Job today, but when I was preparing for this, uh, I Strongly, strongly doubt if we're able to go, we're going to be able to cover both books because both books are filled with great life lessons. Um, but uh, let's see, let's start, let's start Esther, and then uh, we'll see uh, as, as, as it goes. Uh, please, you can turn on your camera if you're in a place that you can turn on your camera so that uh, we can see your faces. Um, well, let's go ahead. Um, if you if you have the pamphlet Ma? with you, is this how they trim Okay, from page thirty-seven, uh, book of Esther. Uh, a brief in introduction. Uh, we know. I mean, a lot of people on this platform are Bible scholars, so we know the story of Esther. Uh, it was a queen. Um, her, her real name was um, Adasa. She got that name, that name Esther, when she went into the harem, the royal harem. Um, and uh, yes, a number of people believe that uh, uh, the book had no, I mean, the author was unknown, but a number of scholars have suggested that it was Mordecai because of the theme and the, some of the uh, uh, statements that were made in the book. So it was highly suggested that it was Mordecai. And this is the, only, this is the second book. Uh, the sec two of these two books uh, in the Bible that are named after women. That shows how significant the story is. Um, Esther is part of a much larger story that runs from Abraham to Christ and through her uh, to the church. Uh, and why is this? Well, I mean, let's look at it. How, how did how did it run from Abraham to Christ? Uh, if a man had succeeded in his plans, the children of Israel would have been wiped out. The Jews, the Jews would have been wiped out. And uh, before you know, I mean, there would not have been uh, Christ coming through that lineage. So she plays a pivotal role in the preservation uh, of the children of Israel. Uh, and then Christians are not obliged to observe the Feast of Purim because this book is always recited uh, during the Feast of Purim, uh, but we should take, we are to, but we are to take to heart the truth that God providentially watches over his own. God will always, always watch over his own. That is one of the lessons in this book. No matter what the enemy is planning against you or plotting against you, the Lord will always walk through his own and, um, and be 
for you. Uh, okay, as we go on, uh, I want it to be as interactive as possible. If you have something to say or contribute, just raise your hand. Uh, I can just give you the floor. Are you, are you unmute yourself? The theme of the book is the divine providence in human responsibility. I, I mean, how we can preach a whole sermon on this. Divine providence in human responsibility. You know, um, uh, balance is a thing for the matured. It takes the matured person to be balanced. And that's what we, we, we can get from this book or, or from that statement. Divine providence, yes, spoke for the children of Israel, but they needed some of some things to do. They needed to do, to do some things. Divine providence in human responsibility. There were some responsibilities that they needed to do as, as children of God, and they did. So where, while we are trusting God for divine providence and faithing things, we should also know that we have responsibilities, which is works. And that is what the whole book of uh, 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 James uh, uh, was talking about. Now, you cannot tell me that, that you have faith and I cannot see your works. Uh, and a number of people have thought that uh, they were, it was contradicting what Paul was saying, but they were actually complementing um, each other. But let's go ahead. We're in the book of Esther. Don't let's bring in um, James and, and, and Paul. Okay. And uh, so the theme of the book is divine providence in human responsibility and the absurdity of wickedness. And this conveys the idea that though the name of God was not mentioned in the book, but his, exist his existence and works were experienced. So, okay, let me, let's, let's even discuss uh, a, a bit here. It is, it is easy for the 2022 Christian, if this book had not been canonized, for instance, and we are reading it as one of the apoc apoc apocryphal books or any of those extra biblical books, it is easy for any Christian to criticize it, any 2022 Christian. Why? It didn't mention the name of God, but we could see all through the background, all through the hands of God was always there. Now, this brings us to some of us who may have jobs or roles or responsibilities in quotes in the non-gospel or non-godly, let me permit you to use that word, uh, uh, field. It, it takes me to the story of, of Naaman, the leper. When Naaman got healed, and he told uh, uh, Elisha, now I know that there is only one God, and he's the God of Israel. And he begged Elisha, please permit me, my Lord. My job requires that I follow the king of Syria to the temple of his God when he's going to make and all uh, sacrifice to his God. My job, my, my job requires me to do that. And when the king leans on my hands to bow down to his God, know that even if I'm bowing down in that temple, I'm not bowing down to that God. I'm bowing down to Yahweh. So God in his providence was taking the worship of Yahweh even into the temple of that uh, Syrian God. But religious folks will have criticized that. Ah, resign. How will you be following the, the heathen king? 
as his ADC. If you know you are truly a Christian, a born-again Christian, you should have left that job. Whereas what is God saying? And Elisha said, go in peace. This is fine. Because, in fact, that was one of the reasons why Elisha was so angry with Gehazi when he went, when he collected the gift. He was like, is this the time? If you look at what Elisha said, it wasn't about the gift. Like, is this the time to collect gifts? This, this whole thing is about God showing up and taking his worship even into the into Asorok. Let me use that word. Into the government quarters. That was the whole essence of the whole healing. And the guy went to what I down with collecting gifts. So Elisha understood. That's something about religious people. Religious people will not, ah, no. Now, because this, name, this book didn't have, have the name of God, it is easy for some religious folks to uh, uh, cast it away. Ah, ah. No, after all, they didn't mention God. It's not, but we could see the hand of God um, all through the book. So just a few things to discuss. Uh, if you have anything to say, just raise your hands. I will unmute myself. I mean, you can unmute yourself and talk. Discussion. The book of Esther contains no direct reference to God, though his hand is seen through the book, as the book refers, as the book infers a providential destiny and speaks of fasting for deliverance. Even though God's name is not directly mentioned, it is evidence, evident that his people, his presence is present all through the story. And his people are aware of this. So even though, um, uh, okay, why was the name not of God not mentioned? Well, I've, I've done a whole teaching on, on, the, on the book of Esther. In fact, I've converted that teaching into a book. Uh, I have two more chapters of editing to go, uh, and I've just been lazy. By the grace of God, maybe, maybe I should give myself a target and, uh, for my birthday. I, I think it should come up for my birthday. Uh, that would motivate me to quit. Publish it. Um, so I've written about the reasons why some scholars have suggested or or or, or explained the reason why the name of God was not directly mentioned in the book of Esther was because uh, it was written in the fortress of Susa, that's the palace of the uh, 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 Persian king, and far away from. From, from Jerusalem, unlike Nehemiah, that was written in Jerusalem, close to the place of worship, close to the place of the sacrifice. So this was far away from home, far away from Jerusalem. It was written in the fortress of Susa. But even while at that, they still understood that the gracious hand of God was the only one, only thing that could have done this. So uh, that's, that's one of the reasons I gave. Um, I mean, I'm still learning though. Uh, there may be other reasons why the name of God uh, wasn't mentioned. Number two, Esther's wisdom, grace, and humility allowed her to place the faith of her people far above herself, even if it cost her, even if it cost her life. Contrary to Haman's pride that blinded him to the truth that Mordecai deserved honor far above himself. Okay. Let's look at um, wisdom, grace, humility. Uh, 
humility, uh, uh, one of the things that really helped um, um, or that spoke for Esther, her wisdom definitely, uh, because she could have just gone to the king and laid everything. Uh, you know, uh, people say uh, women are emotional, women, uh, uh, women will, I mean, are reactive. Let me use that word. Uh, I really, really, really don't want to uh, subscribe to that. Why? Uh, there was a time uh, long ago, about a couple of years ago, I, I had, I was just, I mean, there was, uh, uh, I think, a, a, an argument on altercation between a group of people. And um, the lady was in the wrong. And everybody knew that the lady was in the wrong. And then uh, our fellow ladies were telling the guy that, ah, leave her and don't know that she's a woman. And I'm like, the fact that someone is a woman is not a lie. Thank God. Um, so people resign to faith. So uh, this is how I am. This is how we are in our family. Uh, we have and 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 things like that um, debar us from global influence. Uh, this is how we talk. You know, we don't know how to talk in our family. Uh, where I come from, in our locality, in my hometown. Ah. Even me, I'm better. If you see my aunties and my uncles, they will abuse you till you resurrect from the dead. And we just we glorify in these weaknesses. We glory in this, uh, in this, in this uh, uh, non. I mean, these are things that we should be working on. So she could have used Esther. Could have used uh, 
the emotional blackmail of ah, not to know I'm a woman. Uh, uh, we have hot body in Yoruba. That's a, that's a direct transliteration, though. And Bonora, she look at the wisdom and poise she used in presenting a case. If he has used uh, Ibonora, that hot body and uh, hyper te uh, temper to, 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 to react, she might have been killed. In fact, even if she's not killed, there will be other people that will come in and, and poison the heart of the king because it was in, a, in, a, in the courts. But she used wisdom gradually, gradually, gradually calling the king for a dinner and, and she looked at the wisdom and the steps before she presented her case. So both men and women, we need to learn from this. Wisdom, grace, and humility. Vashti forgot that she was the queen because she's married to a, a king. I mean, I could talk about honor. I, I mean, what, what honor did in this book, I could, that, that's a whole, please don't listen to the teaching on the book of Esther. It's really, really deep. A woman communicated dishonor because she forgot in her head that she's only in that palace because of whom she's married to. A number of us forget some things, some doors that open to us and things that happen in our life are just because of either the grace of someone we are, we are with, the grace of someone we are married to, the grace of a pastor over us, the grace of a parent over you, and the devil is so wise that it is those people he will, tell you, he will, he will, be, he will ask you to go and be rude to. It is those people who will ask you to, to cut out of your life. The devil will stop cheating us in the name of Jesus. Number three, the book points to Jesus. Jesus is revealed in, the, in every way, in very, very specific ways in this book. Why? How? Esther came from a family, I mean, she lost her parents and she entered into royalty. We, Jesus adopted us. We are non-entities. We we've, been, we've been dejected and he took us into royalty. Esther left her royal palace to fast for three days, put herself on the line for her people. Jesus also uh, 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 came down from glory, uh, uh, left royalty uh, to take up uh, our sins and die for us. Um, and then um, um, uh, we, we, must, we will also talk about the courage of the queen. Uh, she was courageous, uh, having a position mindset that is backed by courage and perseverance will provide a platform for greater things to happen to us. Uh, so we need to be bold. We need to be courageous. A number of Christians are not bold in the name of being humble. We are not courageous. We need to be bold and ask for things. We need to be bold, open our mouths and speak. We need to be bold and be courageous. Uh, the spirit of courage the Lord will give unto us in the name of Jesus. Thomas' anger against Mordecai and by extension the entire Jews is a demonstration of passionate hatred of the devil and his hosts against the church and, and gospel. Okay, I, I, I want contributions here, but let me just quickly share a few thoughts I have. Uh, uh, I want contributions here. 
the devil had always been against the church. And I think we've said it on this platform before, that um, uh, why is it that almost all religions are united against Christianity? Why? Mordecai was angry against, uh, I mean, Hammer was angry against Mordecai and then extended the whole thing to the whole Jews. And why? Just because someone wouldn't greet you and say, uh, Ranka Dede, and do the normal eye service thing, or guy at the top. And it's bad enough that you even hate him for that and you want to kill him for that. But you want to kill the whole entire generation, the whole Jew, because a man will not salute you. I mean, and that is also evident in how the devil has been attacking the church. It's also it's very evident. Uh, I, I do say I do tell people that a name of Jesus is not an ordinary name. The name of Jesus is not a name. <laughs> there was a day uh, 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 Nathan asked that uh, we post we, we make put on our DPS and our statuses the name of Jesus. Let's just declare the name of Jesus upon this land. And in how many minutes? I mean, by uh, at so so and so time, twelve o'clock. In about 30 minutes or so, or less than an hour after that, people just started criticizing. Why are you people shouting Jesus? Why is Jesus that is it Jesus that will give you election? Is this Jesus that will do all sorts of criticisms? And this and that, uh, uh, Pastor Ejalan, I also recognize you, sir. And I, I'm like, ah, is it paining you? Is it your DP? Just as if I, and I was, I, I, think I said in church that it's not anything, it's just because of that name, Jesus. About a, a week or two weeks after, after the criticism, they, the one of the huge critics did a Facebook Live to criticize that. About a week after everything has died down, or two weeks after, one of the presidential candidates tweeted that puts my DP, my uh, post campaign poster on your DP by so and so time. And the name, the name, just the name and the logo of the party. And a number of people did that. And there was no noise. <laughs> I mean, his, his supporters did that. No noise. Nobody criticized. Nobody said, is it by a DP that someone will win election? I had to tweet again that, can you guys see that it's about the name Jesus? It's not an ordinary name. That is, and the devil has been united. They've been trying to do everything just against the name and against those who call on the name. So it's about Jesus. It's not ordinary. Uh, before I go ahead, let me have uh, Pastor Jalano. You can unmute yourself, sir. You have the floor. Uh, good evening, sir. Yes, sir. If you can uh, have, if you can let us have your video as well. Uh, uh, there's no uh, electricity at our end here. Yes, no go ahead, sir. Go ahead, sir. Okay, it has been a while I've joined your program, but thank God that I'm, I'm less busy today. And I so much enjoy the book of Esther. Now, there's this, uh, I just want to have your own opinion. You know, when you invite all this, uh, when all the revivalists, when they are praying, and they will tell you, Peter Nikon, Babache, then they call it that. That we are telling you about diversity budget. There are some uh, non-Yorubas on the on the course. Okay, sorry. Yes, sir. Uh, that if the life if the life of someone does not get destroyed, 
the life of someone cannot get up. That okay. if not for the fact that the life of Varsity was uh, destroyed, Esther would have not ascended to the throne. So it was because of that mistake. And you now pray that the person that his life has to spoil. Now, what is your opinion on that ideology? Because it has become a talk of war with me and someone one day in the church when I said, I cannot pray that type of prayer. And he said, ah, hey, although then I was not yet a pastor chap. So it was, so what is your opinion on that type of uh, prayer point or that type of ideology? Thank you, sir. Uh, we have pastors on the, on the call. Uh, Pastor Reverend Femi Ogbomide is one of our fathers. Uh, very, very easy theology as well. I don't know if you want to say something to that, sir, or any other person. Daddy, are you able to talk? Okay, maybe I should just uh, answer. I, I hope Daddy will be able to, to make his contribution. He's one of our very leading, leading uh, uh, pastors. Okay, uh, let's, let's look at the story uh, because people uh, tend to call us stories. Number one, the story was not that Esther prayed that someone's home was spoiled, first, first and foremost. So that has even nullified the ideology. Esther didn't go to the mountain to fast that, hey, someone's, someone owned that we spoiled for me to be promoted. Let the person's home spoil. Number one. Number two, and that's why I, 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 I didn't want us to take Esther and Job together today because. The, the lessons are huge in each of those books. And we're going to look at Job next week, by the grace of God. Now, we could see in Job and also in Esther that God has a big picture. Is I mean, is, 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 is in the picture from the beginning. So if your, your path to the palace is through someone communicating dishonor to her husband. It is God that will take you through that path. It is not your prayer that will make that person's own spoil. And um, I mean, you, I, I'm still having that conversation on a, water, on a particular WhatsApp group of, of recent, whereby people believe that uh, you can have faith. For instance, want to play against Ghana, want to play football against Ghana. Nigerians can have faith that Ghana will lose. Is Ghana, is God beefing Ghana? Is Ghana, uh, Ghana is not created by God? Is, do you understand? Uh, is God, uh, we have this, uh, what's it called? Uh, is this slang now, or believe that the headquarters of God is Nigeria? Nigeria so, is, uh, some of us, Pastor uh, Ejala, uh, bear with me. We say our yeah. hometown is Jerusalem. As if the people from another place it wasn't so these are just emotions, emotional blackmails. They are not gospel, they are not Christian, they are not gospel. That is not the gospel of Christ, that is not what Christ taught us. But yes, someone can be displaced for you to be enthroned. If, if they are praying like that, what would they pray about Job? Whose home was called for? Do you understand my point? So we need to have a balanced gospel, a balanced teaching. 
so that people don't just isolate a verse, form a dogma around it, and start building. Permit me to say, sir, those prayer points, God will not answer. God sure. will not answer. God will not, because God is not who's own to spoil. Which person, which of God's children? And you will hear the word that I don't care whoever he, the person is. <laughs> you understand? And, and they will even go so emotional on you that it may even cause marital crisis. Look sure. at your wife. Tell he her, even if it is you that is doing me, that is nice. Wow. How does that how does that bring glory to God? Do you understand? I, I, I hope we, we, we got one or two things, though, but that's my, that's my opinion. Those prayers are not answered by God. God knows what is best for us. If we trust him enough, he will get us to our destination. Whether I will destroy someone on the way, whether he will enthrone uh, uh, someone on the way, whether the person will get another job, whether the person will go and leave, it is the, that is left for God. It's not our own to yes. think of. It's not our own to desire. It's not our prayer that we won't cause that. If, the, if that kind of a prayer answered, permit me to say it's a demon that answered that. See, because you can pray to forces. To, to, I don't just want to go into that. There are forces in the universe. You know that. That's right. There are principalities in powers in high places, in the air, the forces in the air. People can command those demons to go and act on their behalf. So it is not God that answered those prayers. It is not God. So that's my own opinion about that. I don't know if someone has something to say. Elder Mike, are you there? Or Femi? Uh, Timothy, not Daddy Femi. Uh, I will choose some. Miss me, sir. Okay. Uh, do you, anybody wants to contribute anything? Or let's just go ahead. Okay, let's go ahead. I think we'll just, we'll just stop in Esther. Because Job has some very, very lovely lessons too, and I don't want us to rush it. Now, the next point says, God places mentors in our lives to teach wisdom. Ah, young men and women, mentorship is, is compulsory. We have people who want to blow tomorrow. We have, we have young men and women who wants to ride bands Two years after graduate, uh, after leaving school, six months after leaving school. Mentorship is compulsory. Mentorship saves you a lot. Get a mentor. Mordecai was a mentor for Esther, actually. In getting mentors, uh, someone said that uh, there's a difference between a mentor and a tormentor. I don't get a tormentor, get a mentor. Uh, and, 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 and why is that? According to the culture in those days, Mordecai is a cousin to Esther, an older cousin. According to tradition, Mordecai should marry Esther because he's the, he's the closest, uh, uh, what was it? I've forgotten that exact term. Theologians on this on this uh, call, please remind me. Timothy, uh, Jerry, please remind me the word. Uh, Kinsman, no. Uh, ah, forgotten the word. Who Boaz? Oh, what what Boaz was to Ruth? Uh, I, I forgot. Eh? 
Is it relative? No, 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 no. There is a particular a, term. A pastor, can you remember? Um, Kinsman Redeemer. Thank you. Kinsman Redeemer. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> so she could, he could marry her because she is probably the closest in, in next in kin to her. So he could groom uh, 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 Esther to be his wife, but he saw a greater opportunity and mentored Esther to get that opportunity. That is a mentor. So get a mentor, not a tormentor, not someone that will, that will drain you, not someone that we that we even take from you. And of course, why do you tell me, uh, uh, young people when you are getting mentors as well? Don't just don't just take from them alone. Also add something, give them a gift, send a message. I don't want to encourage you, sir. I don't want to greet you, sir. Just I mean, you to contribute something. Buy their books, buy their books, listen to their messages, buy their tapes. That is how to encourage and support uh, uh, your mentor. So we need to get mentorship. This generation lacks mentorship. We want to blow overnight. And because of social media, you can have 1,000 followers, 5,000 followers. You want to blow. So we need to get mentorship. There's nothing that will replace that. Get great mentors. It's is evident, it is evident from the book that God is the only one who turns trials to blessings. And we said it thanks, thanks to the uh, 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 contribution of Pastor Jalano. I mean, or the question he asked. Uh, he said it, it's only God that can turn tribulations and trials into testimonies. It's only God that can turn trials into blessings. There's no amount of manipulation. Or spiritual gymnastics we can do that will do that will turn those things. So we we'll pray to God to help us. We pray to God, not we start commanding and, and casting uh, people. I, I was commenting on, on, on someone's uh, post on Facebook during the week and was telling uh, they were they were they were trying to uh, uh, justify why we need to pray for people to die. Uh, blah blah blah. The devil must die and things like that. Uh, I was, I mean, the person was really trying to justify. And I asked the person, all these years that we've been killing the devil, how come we are still killing him? How come we did that? We've killed him. Do you understand? If God, if God is indeed the God that answers prayer, how come he has not? How come the devil has not died? You command spirits to leave. What did Jesus do? He commanded the demons to leave. It commands spirits to leave. There's a spirit operating here. There's a spirit operating, possessing this person. There's a spirit that is making this, controlling this person. You command that spirit to leave. That is what Jesus, the model Jesus gave us. Not that we're going to kill spirits. Spirits don't die. The devil will not die. The devil is, 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 is going to suffer in hell for eternity. And yes, we say this, and yet we we pray that he dies. So it's only God that will brought us there. That is, God is the only person that can turn trials to blessings. Our prayers and voice matter to him, and he answers accordingly. 
God is able to bring great favor and blessing on our ways. Even in hard situation, whatever anyone is going through today, God can hear you. He listens to you. You God, you understand? He, he hears your prayer and he will bring you out of it accordingly in the name of Jesus. Okay, yes. Um, um, thank you, Pastor Yalano. We put in the, in the comment in the chat box. Our last Sunday school deals with true discipleship and it is totally totally eluded in the church today. Yes, uh, people are not being discipled. Uh, I still said, I still use this particular phrase even in a conversation during the week. Now, that's why we have main members. We have so much members in Nigerian churches, but few disciples. That is why a DJ, a radio DJ, we come and talk about tithes and church members, we go and listen to him. Like, because we don't, we are, they are not disciples, they are just members. But also we have plenty members, few disciples. Please, let's be disciples. Let's go and if you don't have a mentor, get a mentor. Get someone that you are accountable to. Those who are close to me know, I mean, I mean, everyone in church at least know most of my mentors. Uh, so, and you don't outgrow mentorship. You don't get to a stage in your life that, ah, that's it. Uh, we, we cannot be mentored again. Uh, no. God will help us in Jesus' name. Um, okay, let's just conclude because we need to pray and it's almost time. The truth is God's hand is not always immediately obvious in our lives. That's the truth. See, those people who tell you, who preach those, um, uh, for lack of better word now, permit me to use the word prosperity sermons. They are deceiving you. That's a fact. We'll see that in the book of Job. Because we've given your life to Christ, is not immunity to challenges. We're going to have challenges. But what Jesus said is, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. That's what Jesus said. So God's hand is not always immediately obvious in our lives. Whether it is the mundane day-to-day -day tasks or occasionally occasional trials, we, we easily wonder, why, why does this happen? Where is God? This book gives us the answer. He's there. Orchestrating if the events in our lives to bring about his purposes. God is there. He's orchestrating the whole thing. He's the silent person in that script. He's the, he's the writer of the script. So God might seem silent in any situation that doesn't change. That doesn't change the fact that the fact of his powerful presence that brings everything good and godly, including deliverance and all other good things. God may seem silent to someone listening to me today. You may you might have prayed and you think that, God, where is your face? I trust you, but where is your faith? I need you at this time. But well, I want to encourage you, he's there. God is there. God is there. God is, 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 is ever-present help in time of trouble. And you're coming out of this victorious. You're coming out of this glorified in the name of Jesus. 
Amen. Do we have questions before we just say uh, about two or three prayer points? Do we have questions? I have questions, sir. Okay, sir. Go ahead, sir. Um, my question is this. In this present generation, where different prophets, different men of God, different people who are out there calling themselves mentors, what is the place of prayer in getting mentorship? In selecting a mentor. Yeah. We know... Thank you. Yeah. Esther's care related. Now, if you are not apart from um, the ones we talk to in our family, what sexual leaders as mentors, and what is the place? How do you go about it? How do you direct the youths or the younger ones to prayerfully select a mentor for themselves? Okay. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Yes, sir. Lovely question. Thank you, sir. Uh, that the Obama has gone. Okay, I will have loved him to answer this because I mean he's one of my mentors as well. Uh, now um, there's nothing as Christians that we do without prayers, but in choosing mentors, uh, and this is just this outside the church or gospel things, I don't have one mentor for all aspects of my life. I have some mentors that mentor me. In a number of aspects, but I have some mentors, for instance, who are just business mentors. I look at their business life and what they do. I would love to be like this person, but I don't want his family life. I don't like the way he treats his wife, or I don't like the way he does in this aspect. So yes, professionally, I have some professional mentors, career mentors, I mean, I had loads of career mentors that thought, okay, this is going to be the future. This is where you should go to. But they are not, I won't go and meet them for spiritual things. And I have my spiritual mentor. So number one is you look at the person. Is this person where, is this person either on the way to or where I am going to, first and foremost? Because we shouldn't just, um, uh, as much as we are, we are going to be spiritual, we shouldn't uh, leave the place of, of, due diligence is this person where i'm going or on the way to where i'm going in this aspect that i want to mentor me everybody that has ever come to me to mentor, to be mentored i mean some of them are on this are on this call i've always told them to come and convince me that i'm your mentor <laughs> why do you want me to mentor you and don't give me the uh, prayer don't don't give me spiritual blackmail why do you want me to mentor you if you can't convince me? Because mentorship is, is deep. Mentorship is, is heavy. It's time, depend, it's, time, it's time demanding. So you need to first look at the person in the aspect is going to mentor you. Is he on the way to or is where you are going? Then you can pray. And at times, God can just reveal people to you and like, go and meet this person. He's going to mentor you. And the Lord will have prepared the heart of that person. I mean, that could happen. But um, there's, don't let us uh, ignore the place of due diligence. Uh, um, then the place of prayers is very, 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 very uh, um, essential. And our mentors don't have to be perfect. In fact, <laughs> I, I shared, I was sharing with one of, ah, thank God, I will even check on him today. One of my mentors, one of my proteges, 
I was sharing with him my mistake. He was so grateful that, ah, that hardly will you find mentors sharing mistakes. It's always the good news, good news, good news. Thank God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'll check on him later about this time. So get a mentor that will be real with you. Mentors are not perfect. So don't look for perfect people as well. People are also, we all are going to struggle, struggle, struggle and get, and get to, the, to the promised land. So prayer is important. Diligence is important. Where he's going is also important. I hope I was, I've been able to answer that question. Any other question? I hope you've been blessed. Uh, uh, next week we take Job. Job has got some very important lessons as well. But let's just say a few prayers. Um, let's say a few prayers. Let's omit ourselves. Let's just thank God that. Let's just tell God that, Lord, I thank you for you are with me. Even in the trials, in the temptations, in the difficulties, I thank you that you are with me. Let's unmute our mics and begin to appreciate the Lord. Let them know I trust that you are, I know that you are with me. I thank you for you are always with me. In, in, in days of trouble, in, in, times of, in times of tribulation, in times of, of trials, you are always with me. Thank you for your presence that is with me. Ever present help in time of evil. For you are always with me. Thank you, Father. 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 In Jesus' name we pray. I want us to pray on you. Say, Lord, help me to see your hand in all situations of my life. Help me to see your hand present in every situation of my life. If God can open our eyes to see his hand, we will complain less. And Lord, no matter what I'm going through, help me to see your hand in, in all situations of my life. Let's begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, help me to see your hand in every situation of my life. In the name of Jesus, help me to see your hand in every situation of my life. In the name of Jesus, help me to see your hand. Help me to see your hand. In the name of Jesus, help me to see your hand in every situation of my life. Help me to see your hand in whatever I'm going through. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray. I want us to cry unto God, Lord. I ask for divine deliverance in whatever you are going through. As the Lord delivered the people of Israel from the plot of Haman, Lord, divinely deliver me from whatever I'm going through. I'll begin to pray in the name of Jesus. I come, I ask for divine deliverance in the name of Jesus. Deliver me, Lord. Deliver me, Lord. From whatever anyone is going through, I ask that you are delivered. Whatever it is you are going through, whatever trial and tribulation, the Lord will show up for you in the name of Jesus. Help shall come for you in the name of Jesus. Declare and decree that help shall come for you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for this lesson, uh, these beautiful lessons you've taught us. Father, we ask as we go this week, Lord, we will see your hand in what you are doing in our lives in the name of Jesus. We will always have you present in our lives. We always acknowledge that you are present in our lives in the name of Jesus. Wherever it is that we need help, wherever it is that we are struggling, wherever it is that we need deliverance, I speak into your life this week. Help shall come in the name of Jesus. I speak into your life. Help shall come in the name of Jesus. Help shall locate you in the name of Jesus. Receive help from above in the name of Jesus. Receive help from above in the name of Jesus. The Lord will deliver you from every trouble, every tribulation, every trial in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you very much. Uh, for those who are in Abuja, we'll see you on Sunday, 8 o'clock. We have a guest minister, Reverend Femi Adipayo, coming to minister with us. So please make it a date with us at our church, uh, Dubai International Market Games Village. And then church members, we also uh, go on evangelism on Saturday morning. So I see you on Saturday and then on Sunday. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Uh, regards to the family. Bye. Yeah. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.